You're listening to Carry On Friends, the Caribbean American Podcast, Episode 71. Welcome to the Carry On Friends Podcast, where you'll be inspired and empowered to do amazing things in your personal lives, career, business, and community. With your host, Carrie Ann Reed Brown. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Carry On Friends, the Caribbean American podcast. This is episode 71. Welcome to everyone who is listening. Now, if you've been a longtime supporter of the show or if this is your first time listening, the intro or the name of the show has a slight upgrade, not a change, an upgrade. And that upgrade has been before it was just simply the Carry On Friends podcast. And now it is Carry On Friends, the Caribbean American podcast. And the reason for that change was back in August, I went to Podcast Movement and I had the greatest opportunity to meet so many amazing people, including fellow Caribbean American podcasters, um, veteran podcasters. And one of the meetings that I had, was, which was so magical because I can't, I can't even go into explaining it because um, Jemmy Leganeur, I hope I am not killing your last name, Jemmy, but um, Jemmy is of Curb the Cube podcast. She's also of the, she also has her own podcast network. And she introduced me to Glenn the Geek, who is a veteran podcaster and who owns the Horse Radio Network. And we got to talking and Glenn basically said, wait, I love your podcast. I love that it's a niche, but I don't know what the show is about. And so he was like, let's just call it the Caribbean American podcast. And I was like, cool. And that's how the name came in. Sometimes someone outside of ourselves just sees the obvious and just says, boom, this is what it should be. And so that's why the the name has been upgraded to make it more descriptive for people who are trying to find the show and to give a really clear idea of what we talk about on the show, which is basically the perspective, the experiences of being a Caribbean American, you know, whether you were born in the region or you are of a Caribbean descent, you could trace your great, great grandmother or grandmother or your mom or your dad or someone else in your family from the Caribbean and how that culture that we have in the home pretty much affects our life, whether we go into entrepreneurship, career, and we just talk about all how all that kind of mixes and intersects and really makes for very interesting conversations. So I'm really glad that was one of the changes that I was able to implement right away um, from learning from podcast movement. And I'm so grateful for Jimmy and Glenn to have given me so much time and poured so much into me the that 30 minutes into one day who sat me down and we just had a really great conversation so that is it we are officially carry on friends the caribbean american podcast today i want to talk about the hurricane season particularly and how the hurricane has affected um, the caribbean region and yes we will not forget houston at all because that was also horrific Um, pretty much this atlantic hurricane season has given everyone a beating, especially the Caribbean and the islands of the Lesser Antilles. And when you think of it, the hurricane season hasn't officially ended. That ends in November. The season has been unusually active. And what's even more unusual, the last two hurricanes took literally the same path. It took one after the other. It followed the same path, which is really unusual um, for consecu- consecutively. So throughout this whole time, I've 
I haven't done a lot of tweeting and liking and sharing um, because I've, I have friends who are living in Anguilla. I have family who lives in Turks and Caicos and it's like, it's, it's heartfelt messages are great, but it's like, it needs more than that. I've, I've lived through one category five hurricane and it was devastating. I, we, my husband and I talk about it today. Our family still talks about it today because it was the one for the history books for Jamaica. So I can only imagine what people are going through. Barbuda is pretty much inhabitable. Um, what's happening in Puerto Rico, the U.S. Virgin Islands, the British Virgin Islands, St. Lucia, pretty much everywhere in the Caribbean except for the the larger islands. And so... One of the things that I thought about was what are we doing beyond likes, tweets, and shares? And I think I tweeted, actually, I shared an article by Tim Duncan because he is from the U.S. Virgin Islands. And he was basically saying that, you know, don't forget the U.S. Virgin Islands in all of this, because I think at the time the attention was all on Houston. But the challenge I feel I face is and and I know other people are are thinking about this because I actually exchanged a text with someone, and there's this distrust of aid organization, and like this person said, there's just no transparency. But in the absence of what should we do, it's almost as if you know another friend was like, just lock your eye and do it, you know. Um, but for some of us, it's really important that the money and the time that we're donating is it's going to the people who really need it. And, you know, given that Puerto Rico, the U.S. Virgin Islands, St. Martin, St. Martin, um, Guadalupe and, and British Virgin Islands, they are territories of the U.S., Britain, Dutch, France. These larger countries that would give aid, typically they're now preoccupied with providing aid to their own territory. So as a result, the other islands who are not a territory of the US, Britain, France, the Dutch, have to figure out an alternative source for relief. And usually that's that comes from, as we say in the Caribbean, John Public. And John Public in this case are lovers of the region, people of the diaspora, to support relief efforts. But the challenge, and I and I, I don't know if it's because of some limited, it's just these very small disparate relief efforts. And, and that makes it even harder for people to know which one to trust. So for many who have family and friends on the affected islands, the immediate thought is, I have to help my family and friends first. But for those of us who live or come from islands that weren't affected, what do we do? What can we do? It's that feeling that you know you should be doing more and you can be doing more, but it's like there's no sense of direction. I am not here to promote any one organization over the other because I don't even know which one yet is at the forefront. I know Tim Duncan is very visible in his relief efforts. Um, but for the other countries that are not a territory of Britain, France, um, the Dutch, or the US, not to say that those islands don't need support because they still need support. For those islands who don't have a territory, um, are part of a territory, that's kind of where people are trying to figure out how do we support Antigua or Barbuda? How do we support, you know, um, St. Lucia? 
You know, these are questions people are asking. So that's one of the things I really wanted to talk about, really to get the community and the listeners, you know, galvanized because to share what we know in terms of organizations and relief efforts that are working so we could get the news out to other people in the community who want to help and who want to do something to support the relief efforts and the recovery efforts for the region. I know that we are a resilient people and this will make people stronger and come together. But in the meantime, it is like it's so important for people to feel like they're supported and not forgotten. And it's it's the longer it takes for relief to come, it's easier to feel despondent. But we have faith that we will recover. We will rebound. It will take some time, but we know we could do it. And while the rebuilding phase will be long, I know that there will be lots of innovations and movements and improvements that create a social impact. And people are already starting to think differently. And it's the unfortunate thing that a disaster does. But what happens is you you start seeing the need and then there's a creative aspect that comes along. And, And that's a natural part of it. So I'm really... I'm really interested to see what will happen in terms of rebuilding of each of these economies and countries, how entrepreneurship and career um, will develop after this, because a lot of these islands, they have a large tourist industry. And so jobs are changing. A lot of things are changing. So I, I'm I'm looking forward to see how innovation will come from this. And I know as the rebuilding phase happens, I'm sure that we'll have a follow-up discussion to kind of watch what entrepreneurship is happening and innovation hubs and tech communities are doing to really help accelerate growth and recovery. So that's it for this episode. And in this short episode, I just really wanted to convey the new, the upgraded title of the show, and also to get your help in letting the community know which organizations are doing work and maybe compiling a list of organizations that can be circulated so people could choose from and they could figure out which one they feel more aligned with or what efforts they feel that they're doing to support the relief efforts for different countries within the Caribbean. And if you want to send me an email, you could go ahead and do that. Hello at Carry On Friends. We're also on social media at Carry On Friends, pretty much everywhere, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. And let's just keep this conversation going. Um, There's so much that we can do. I think one of the things that I've learned over the summer from going to different conferences is the partnership of the diaspora with those in the region to, to help foster different types of entrepreneurship and learn different lessons in terms of, you know, career growth. And so this would be a really great opportunity for us to, to kind of reach, reach out and kind of offer our support that way. Also, before I go, I just want to give you a quick peek as to what's coming up next. Um, in October, I'll be going to Blogalicious. It's a blog conference. And I'll be on a panel with my fellow Caribbean content creators talking about being a Caribfluencer and what that means for the region and how that impacts and the importance of that. Um, 
being a career influencer. Um, also, an interview with Kirk Anthony Hamilton is coming up. I recorded that in the summer before I went on the hiatus. And what Kirk is doing in the Caribbean is actually very timely for what's happening now in the Caribbean in terms of investing in the he, he investing in young entrepreneurs and industry. And so um, I can't wait for you to hear that episode. And a lot of other exciting things are coming down the pike slowly but surely, but um, can't wait to share that with you guys. As always, I love recording this show. I love talking to you. And until next time, walk good. Okay, friends, I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Carry On Friends podcast. For a recap of this episode and other great articles, please visit the blog at www.carryonfriends.com. That's C-A-R-R-Y-O-N-F-R-I-E-N-D-S dot com. You've been listening to Carry On Friends, a show about the Caribbean American experience produced by Breadfruit Media. We post a new episode every two weeks on Tuesday. And if you're looking to learn more, buy our merch, or sign up for a newsletter, check out carryonfriends.com. Or find us on all social media platforms at Carry On Friends. Carry On Friends.